0: Welcome to tool Old for This Podcast, Episode 2, Alita Battle Angel, Spoiler Review. Spoiler alert, we are going to get deep, deep, deep into this one. So without further ado, let's start the show.
1: What's up man, how you doing?
0: Hey Kev, how are you? I'm
1: good bro, I'm good.
0: Should we introduce ourselves? Is that should that should we do that every episode? I'm Jeremy yeah. sure Dove.
1: Yeah, why not? And uh I'm Kevin Evans. And Hello, everybody. uh welcome to Tool for This.
0: Welcome to Episode Two.
1: Episode two, the Battle uh, sorry, Alita, the Battle Angel review.
0: Alita Battle Angel. We both saw it yes, we in did. the last in the last twenty four hours, yep. I believe. Yep. I
1: saw it yesterday afternoon
0: around one ish. I saw saw it last uh, night at 6.45 in 3D IMAX.
1: Okay, so I did not do 3D. Um, I did 2D, uh, and they don't have IMAX at this theater. Unfortunately, the one I went to, it's a landmark in Bolton, the one I told you about before. But uh, unfortunately, they do not have uh, um, IMAX, which kind of sucks, but whatever, it is what it is. Uh But um, so first, right off the bat, what would you think of it in 3D? What would you think of the 3D in the film? Because... While I was um, watching it, I was thinking the three d would actually probably pop out and look good in this film
0: yeah, you know what i'm never really um i'm never really immersed in in three d mm-hmm. um, I, I, I guess in avatar, I kind of got pulled into it a little bit I kind of bought into what everybody was talking about there yeah but gen- but generally ninety nine percent of three d films i I forget I'm wearing the glasses. I forget I'm watching a 3D film, and the immersion really isn't until, a thing for
1: me until they start like hurting your eyes because I find that the 3D glasses, after a while, uh, myself, I'm I don't know about you, but uh, I'll yeah. pop them up and start rubbing my eyes.
0: Yeah, no, I no, thankfully I don't have that problem, okay. but I, I do seem to have a problem with not being able to keep fingerprints off of them, right, and <laughs> and having just just smudges in the middle of my field of vision right so i'm really not a fan of 3d and honestly we didn't even know this was in 3d we sat down and and we're ready to watch it and then we looked around and we noticed that everyone else had 3d glasses (laughs) and we (laughs) were like oh because the the whole theater was kind of uh in disarray there we also went to a landmark um in whitby here and ours is under construction so okay Everything was all weird that they tore out the, the uh, concession stand, which is the center of the building. Okay. So the whole center of the building is under construction. They put concession stands on each side. They make you go upstairs into different entrances in the theaters. It's, it was weird. Oh, okay. um, but uh, the movie was was great, I thought. Um, I, was, uh, I was kind of blown away by it. Okay. I, I, I kept turning to Melinda, my, my wife, and just being like, I fucking love this movie. And that you know, that that could be because I was drinking, but um I, I honestly I honestly think it was because it's a it's a great movie for a particular type of of fan okay. who who is underserviced, I think, at the box office. Right. Okay.
1: Uh let me ask you this. Now, did you watch the cartoon and or read the comic?
0: No. No, okay. I, Same I here. went into elite battle angel blind. I w I was aware that it existed for a long time. Yes. Uh, I was aware there was a, there was a lore behind it, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to, um, temper my opinion of the film with uh, any of, the, with any of that. I wanted to go in and just judge this film based on it as a film. That's and, fair. uh, and uh, you know, I might look into some of the uh, existing Elite Battle Angel material and okay. see how it see how it compares. Now that I'm I'm definitely an Elite Battle Angel fan.
1: I was sure. going to say, so it made you a fan, clearly. Okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I I don't know that it's going to be like my favorite thing. that I'm going to be hanging on the edge of my seat. But right. um, when the sequel does come around, and I, and I'm pretty sure it will, we can talk about that. Yeah. But. Um, Uh, yeah, I'll definitely be stoked for it when it does happen.
1: Yeah, no, um, I I enjoyed it as well. I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Just because I've been hearing subpar reviews about it, and I'm one of those people that I do like to, like, kind of hear other people's opinions, and I try to not let their uh, opinion sway me. Mm -hmm. Um, But... No, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was a couple moments where I actually felt connected to the character. Like, um, I'm not gonna say I cried, but like I teared up a little bit in some scenes. You know what I mean? It's yep, like yep. I wiped my eyes. Like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. it was no, it was it was a good good story. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a I guess like a fish out of water story where she's brought into this world and she doesn't know she doesn't remember anything. And you know what I mean? She has her little flashbacks and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And she's like very naive. Like. To like i to be honest, I thought the uh the love interest was gonna screw her over um uh, it was kind of right, leading that right, way, and then right, right, and I guess it kind of persuade uh i guess right, right, after, right. after a while but no i i i too enjoyed it um the c g i wasn't like phenomenal um I could not take my eyes off of just like her, just right. like. Because you obviously you know she's CGI like her face clearly yeah. like the actress obviously doesn't have big
0: wide eyes like right. that. so but, you, were, um, you were looking for the seams right you yeah were no, for I, the you were uh, looking for the flaws yeah I right, definitely the was
1: yeah. uh, there was a couple moments where I did see a little bit like a little flaws but you know I mean it mm-hmm. was it was just yeah no but I, I thought it looked really good um, cool. I was really impressed yeah so. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, okay. This is the last time I'm going to say this. First of all, to anyone listening, but spoiler alert: we we're just going to talk about anything. We're not going to hold anything back. Yeah. We have both seen this movie. It's been out for a few weeks now. Yeah. So uh, yeah. a lot of people have seen. Most people have seen it. We're 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 really late with a review to it on the scene. Um, but we want to talk about it, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so if you're not familiar with the story of Alita, ba- Alita Battle Angel, um, it's it's a it's a cyberpunk, um, anime uh epic tale of uh of a, of a teenage girl cyborg
1: yeah
0: who um w- when we first meet her um is is near death she's completely destroyed she's thrown away in the junkyard yeah. and and left for dead she's she's found in the scrapyard by a uh by a gentleman who his occupation happens to be uh, repairing cyborgs, mm-hmm. and he and he searches the scrapyard for spare parts uh, for that purpose. Um, uh, so it feels like a kind of a Pinocchio story at first, right? Yes. Like um the story- it, it starts with him finding her in the scrapyard and she's tossed away and she she looks so um innocent and fragile uh in the beginning of the story you know she looks like she looks like an infant uh and and he picks her up out of the garbage and and he cradles her and you can tell right away that that he cares for her and um you immediately feel this this um sense of um empathy for her because she does look like they did a great job with how she looks this the visuals in this movie are very kind of fantastical to me they're like fairy tale mm-hmm. um almost to me so uh like the the line between the cgi and and humanity was no no more disturbing to me than it was in like a lord of the rings film right um, um so um
1: sorry was, uh to me so very reminiscent of uh ready player one did you ever watch that
0: yeah yeah i talking about visually definitely felt yeah. like ready player one but uh, unlike ready player one i was really able to get behind the story of this film right uh uh, I was really just kind of compelled and riveted the entire time, even though it was really, um, not, not very <laughs> traditional and asymmetrical. And, uh, and I know that a lot of people are going to have a lot of criticisms on, on, uh, the actual story arc, yes, uh, especially the ending. Um, but, um, you know, for me, I loved it. I loved that it was, it was different. I loved that I didn't know what to expect. Um, anyway, I was, I was trying to give a submission of the plot and I got, and I got steered away. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, cool. uh so anyway, he, um, he takes her home and he, um, he gives her a new body. When he finds her, she's basically only a head and a chest. Yeah. Um, and he gives her an entire new body and it, and it's, um, it's not like the other cyborg bodies we see in this film. And and right away we're tossed into this this uh really authentic cyberpunk world. Um the kind of thing that you saw in Ghost in the Shell, and that's another movie. Um see, sorry, that that visually you can really compare to a lot, but Ghost in the Shell, again, falls down story-wise in a way that I don't think Alita Battle Angel ever does. I think Alita Battle Angel is everything Ghost in the Shell wanted to be, should have been, and and failed to be.
1: Right. See, I've never actually watched the the, um, the, Oh, no. Well, the new one uh, with, Um, what's-her-face?
0: Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett
1: Johansson, thank you. Um, I, I haven't watched that. I saw the cartoon back in, like, the early 90s, whatever, right? But I've, I don't remember it at all. But I did watch the original cartoon. The uh, yeah. anime, whatever you want to yeah. refer yeah. to it, Japan anime. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I never oh, actually. Oh, no,
0: we don't call it that. We don't call it that. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's not called
1: Japan anime <laughs> yeah. anymore. Because back oh, in the no, day, no, no, that's no. what it was called. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, 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 yeah. But that's like that's not cool. Oh, is
1: that that's the racist that's... term now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm not an expert. I'm not yeah. an expert, okay. but I'm pretty sure. All right, <laughs> I, I
1: apologize for my for <laughs> my ignorance.
0: that's
1: that's what it was called back in the day, and that's why I refer to it as that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I never actually watched the new one uh it just never interested me
0: yeah well i mean a, i i mean the the original anime is so great and a beloved yeah. uh favorite um well it's from, up there
1: with like akira and yeah 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 um, uh,
0: yeah there was another
1: uh, one. Oh, uh, i don't know if you ever watched fits the north star i always love that cartoon as well. yeah yeah
0: definitely yeah. um so like I, like a lot of fans, had high hopes for uh the Ghost in the Shell film. Yeah. And unfortunately it uh, it let us down. But well, it also uh,
1: got um shitted on because of the overuse of white people in it as well, right? Yeah. Right? Because it was very Hollywood.
0: I'm yeah, doing, yeah, yeah I'm doing yeah.
1: air quotes, I know you can't see it, but it was very whitewashed. It <laughs> yes. was like
0: very, very whitewashed, yeah. yeah. Even though it was um it was I think it took place in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, uh, I'm, nev- I'm never going to I'm never gonna sum- summarizing the no, plot no, going to finish summarize. No, no, keep going, man. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, so um, okay, so we so we learned that this story is set in a world which is far flung in the future. Um, it's a post apocalyptic Earth. Uh, it's um, after a great war that occurred between Earth and Mars, in which most of Earth was destroyed. Um, before the fall, uh, it's referred to as the fall a lot, which was yeah. the war that 300 years ago. Um, and most of earth was destroyed um the, the war was between earth and mars uh before the war there were floating cities yeah. uh all over the planet earth and basically uh it's like elysium it's like the wealthy the rich they live up in these floating cities above everyone else right. um the poor you know suffer in squalor while the rich live in their ivory towers in the sky yeah uh uh, that was until the fall, and after the fall, only one city survived, and the city was Zalem. Um, and now, everybody in our in our movie, all the characters that we're following, all live in the city that exists underneath Zalem, which is the last, basically, the last big city on Earth, because all of the survivors of the fall all migrate to this one city yep. to live on, to live under Zalem. Um, and, and, and we're graphically, we're visually told this story beautifully by Robert Rodriguez. Um, you know, the first shots of this movie, you see uh, Zalem dropping their garbage, and they drop uh, Alita with their garbage yeah. uh, into the into this into, sc- into the scrap scrap heap. Um, like for a cyberpunk fan, um, it's such a beautiful world, such a like something that we have wanted to see on the big screen done well for so long, and we've really never had it done this well, in my opinion. Yeah. um uh okay so but uh, i lost the plot again (laughs) (laughs) so uh you
1: basically um ended with um well you talked about how they dropped it off at the beginning but um sorry there was a part that you i'm I'm trying to blank where you left off but i feel like you're going into where she like meets the people though um meets like the because she got her body um, sure. 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 So, right.
0: so, and so, and, and I, and, and now I forget her Geppetto's character's name, uh, which is terrible of me. Are you talking about the doctor? Yeah, Christoph Waltz's character, Doctor yeah. Do- Do- Dyson. Dyson Idol. Idol. There go. Right, so Doctor Dyson uh, gives her a new body, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's it's not like the other cyborgs' bodies that we have seen. We see a lot of cyborgs in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. A lot of people with their arms chopped off. It seems like there's yeah. some kind of there's some kind of epidemic of having your arm chopped off in this future for some reason. I don't know why that is. I don't really explain it, but um, yeah, <laughs> um, you're right. Hers- there was a lot. Hers- yeah. Everyone else's cybernetics are all like steel and very machine and like they, instead of hands, they have claws yep. and um, they're ugly and they're brutal looking. And her cybernetics are all like beautifully designed yep. and, and uh, they're, uh, they're like some material that doesn't look like metal, maybe like almost like porcelain, but probably plastic. Yep. And they and, and they have like woven designs in them and they're very like, they're very like pretty and feminine. And, and you don't have an explanation where this body came from. But the doctor just had this body that, and he gave it to Alita after finding her in the trash, and he revives her. So Alita awakes in her new body and has, you know, a beautiful like Pinocchio like scene where she's standing up, getting out of bed, and walking for the first time in her new body and yeah. kind of finding her balance. And um,
1: but she recovers very quickly. That's the one thing.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so she's a quick learner. Eh? I believe that's that was kind of the storytelling there is that she's a quick learner.
0: that's what that's what i
1: got right so
0: right right so soon we learn that the, like the whole conflict of this world is you know the the rich elites ruling from above mm-hmm. the poor uh, but down below struggling to survive and dreaming of getting up to the city in the sky yep. which is called zal Zalim, by the way i don't know if i mentioned that you um
1: did but it's funny cuz i could not remember that for the life of me but
0: go on. and <laughs> and the fun and then there's and then there's this fun weird mechanism on top of it all uh, which gives us a lot of the action scenes of the, of the story which is the sport that they all play yeah. Yeah. which is called motorball. Anyway, and mo- motorball is like their gladiator competition. It's like their their Thunderdome. It's yeah. the thing that everybody watches and everybody loves. Uh it kind of reminded me of the running man a little yes. bit.
1: Yeah, I agree um, with that 100%. Yeah.
0: Um uh so and the thing about ro- uh, motorball is not only is it fun and brutal and 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 you know the best cyborg wins, but um if you become the grand champion, the final champion in motorball, the great prize is you get to ascend to Zolom, and that's the only way. Yeah. For some reason, for some reason, I don't know why. Like this doesn't really make sense from a storytelling
1: perspective. They didn't, they didn't honestly. explain any of that. That's the thing, right? <laughs> there's you know,
0: there's know. only one way to ascend to the city in the sky, and that's to be the best at motorball. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, that's, that's like the dramatic uh, device that they use. Uh, you know, uh, Alita can win her way up to, up to Zalem if she becomes the final champion of motorball. Yeah. Motorball is obviously a really fun sport to watch. It's basically roller derby w- with cyborgs trying to kill each other on roller skates.
1: Uh a well, der- mix of basketball, I would say, because yeah, they have to get a ball into a hoop-like thing. Right. True, That's kind of why I pulled from that. So,
0: right, right. So, basically, the story is you know, who. <laughs> Who is Alita? You know, we find out soon in the story that she's three hundred years old, yeah. and that um, her past um, uh, is uh, very involved. And there is a deep, rich lore in, in this world, and that's what I love. Like this, there's, there's some, there's some really tough storytelling in this in this movie. There's some really mature, grown-up storytelling in this movie, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't gloss over anything. It gives it all to you, just like it would in the original anime just like it would in the book it does not it does not try to be mainstream and whitewash it yeah maybe and i don't know maybe there are too many white people in this film i didn't really look at it uh think of it that way yeah. <laughs> that, that's possible but no, uh, as, but from, from a storytelling perspective from a from a script perspective god i love this because like it does it did not Fear to get weird and deep, you know, like we're talking to you about a war between Mars and Earth that happened 300 years ago mm-hmm. and and Mars destroyed Earth. But we're kind of feeling like Mars might have been the good guy in this war. The more we learn about things, right. but we don't We don't really ever get a full explanation. Everything is just left open because um, kind of when we get to the end of this film, it kind of loudly declares to us this is the first chapter in what is intended to be a very long and evolved story, which I love, which I love. It's a bold, daring thing. Like if people don't, if not enough people go see this movie and they never make another one, that's an embarrassing thing that Mm -hmm. they did that. But like I said, this movie just takes those risks. It does not, it's not afraid to declare itself um, to be great. It believes in itself. I love that about this movie.
1: Well, there's a lot of movies out there that do that and then they fail miserably. Uh, the Golden Compass, for example, that was supposed to be like yeah, a trilogy, yeah, and yeah. it it only did one. You know what I mean? Like, but right. anyways, miss
0: um, you have to be good, right? You yes, have <laughs>
1: you have to. You have to get those box office numbers too, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the problems. Okay, so uh, want to touch on like the uh, the actors because um, there was some there were some pretty big names in here. Um, yeah. Christoph Waltz, who is, who is like an Academy Award winner, uh, Mahershal, Mahershala Ali, who just won an Academy Award, you know, like Jennifer Connelly's in it. There's a mm-hmm. lot of big names in this film. Um, I don't yes. know if you noticed, but, you know, the big the big guy that, you know, got the fist in the eye, that was actually yep. Jackie Earl Haley, whatever, the guy that played Freddie. <laughs> Warshaw. Yeah, that oh, was no, him. I didn't
0: realize that was him. Neither
1: did I, until I looked it up.
0: <laughs> wow yeah um yeah no, at the cast list right now i actually thought the cast was hit and miss
1: yeah okay personal what'd you think of the like, boyfriend the guy that played the boyfriend
0: yeah he was he was definitely the weakest link in yeah. this film yeah and i'm trying to remember what his name was hugo
1: yeah hugo was his yeah. uh character name i think.
0: johnson is the actor yeah okay um yeah i mean poor guy but then but then you find out in the movie that like at the end of the movie he just gets tossed away. Like he was, he was just a plot device for, for her character development. Right. So then I, then I was, then I was like, when he died, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this because if he was going to be the boyfriend forever, then I was, then I would have been very disappointed in that casting choice. Right. But the, the fact that he just turned out to be, you know the 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 plot developer um no big deal for me um but sure. but 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 him and a couple other people i don't know uh, generally i haven't been a fan of christoph waltz uh, honestly uh which is which is weird cuz i'm such an inglorious bastards fan like yeah. I, oh, I absolutely Inglourish, love that guy like inglorious bastards I, one of my all time favorite films oh, but so, but so but most but most of what i've seen christoph waltz in since inglorious bastards i have yeah. not liked what, I,
1: what about um uh, Django Unchained. I thought he was great in that.
0: Uh, yeah, fine. He was fine in that. He was yeah. like just neither neither made it nor broke it in that for me. Right. Um,
1: no, I, I agree though. He was phenomenal in Glorious Bastards.
0: Yeah.
1: Um he shined like so much in that film. Um, yeah, which is where he got his Oscar nod, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. and um, I thought he was
0: great in Django. Um, you know, I I love his character in this because like he he like. I mean he's obviously not a guy who's handy in a fight. You know, you could, he's you could tell he's, you know, he's kind of a slow older guy and yeah. not not like a fighter guy. And he's a warrior and he fights with this giant yeah, battle that, axe,
1: that hammer thing. With with,
0: with <laughs> that that's rocket powered and yeah. it looks it's bigger it's bigger than him.
1: Yeah.
0: And it looks like how could you swing this and it's such like a like I almost want to call it um steampunk. his weapon right it's like you just have to assume this thing has some magical ability to let anybody use it and be like really awesome in a fight because they're using this thing right Right. like um but for some reason for some reason didn't bother me i was just like cool i'm going with like like same same way i felt when i was watching aquaman ride the back of the the seahorse with the trident like i was like you know what i a different film, I would be laughing at this for being so dumb, but right now I'm like totally fucking cool with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, it was fine with me. Jennifer Connolly, I love, but yeah. I felt like I don't know if she was, I don't know, this character was weird for me. Um, she kind of vamped it up kind of heavily, which I maybe she was just being true to the to the genre because yeah. honestly, this is kind of a dramatic, uh, like dramatic, kind of a corny, kind of over overly dramatic genre, like right. drama, drama genre almost. But, um, so maybe, maybe her like very, like, I almost felt like she was playing like a, like a Disney villainous, like, um, like, like who's that chick from 101 Dalmatians, Cruella DeVille. I almost right. felt like she was, I almost felt like she was doing that kind of thing. Okay. But, um,
1: I will say this. So, um, I talked to one of my buddies, um, who, uh, also watched it. And, uh, he actually, he, reads the comics and saw the cartoons whatever and he said that the uh characters were exactly like the cartoons so if that if that if that means anything um
0: right so that's what i thought that's what i was hoping right (laughs) so
1: apparently he did the uh the, the characters justice and even even in looks he was saying like they even looked um like the um the i believe the um comic counterparts so the characters in this film actually looked just
0: like the characters in, in the other formats. Cool. I, so. you know what? I loved, I loved the design of, of the cyborgs in this mm. in this thing. This is what I'm talking about being a, being like an old cyberpunk fan. Like yeah. seeing this seeing this level of detail in in these cyborgs um, is it's like clearly some heavy cyberpunk uh, fandom going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, there was a lot of stuff here that, in a lot of other films, would have jumped off the screen, and I would have thought that looks so fake and awful. But right. I, I never, I never really felt that. I felt like they did a great job of blending mm-hmm. the CGI with the real life characters, right. and, and and that's amazing because there there was a lot of just hand hand on hand fights mm-hmm. between CGI characters and real humans, and yeah. they were good.
1: Yeah, no, I um I really yeah, no, the, as far as CGI goes, I thought they did an amazing job. Like I said, like I couldn't take my eyes off of like um Alita's like face, like just like her eyes, and I was constantly looking for like, you know what I mean, like the flaws, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um
1: but yeah, no, it looked it looked phenomenal. I really enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. I do kind of wish I saw it in 3D even though you said it didn't really do much, but as I was yeah, watching it. Yeah, that's speed, probably. Yeah, well, as I was watching it, like, there's, like, parts where she was, like, doing, like, these, like, crazy flips when they're, like, um, the guy's, like, shooting the, those, like, tentacle things out them or, like, those spike things, whatever, and mm-hmm. she's, like, twisting through them and stuff. Like, while I was watching it, I was thinking that would look really fucking cool in 3D. Right? So, but, yeah. yeah no, it, it's, it, don't get me wrong. I still, I enjoyed the 2D, version as well yeah um but yeah i was i just had that in my in the back of my head uh while i was watching it so
0: yeah you know I, when i was watching this film i could hear people's criticisms of it pre-forming right like yeah. i um like the fact that that alita was pretty powerful right from the get-go right right um and, and i could hear people going oh she's a Betty. what's that term a mary sue what mary do they sue? call yeah, Betty they Sue? they call Ray, they call Ray a Mary Sue, I think. Is it Betty Sue? Um, no, I think it's Mary Sue. I don't know. I don't even know. Anyway, a character who like never has to struggle or whatever. Right. Um but never mind that that, sh- that she starts the movie headless um or bodyless yeah. uh just a disembodied head. Um but uh, like right away she we you know, we start to it starts to be revealed to us mm-hmm. that she's actually this super powerful, uh, battle Android. Right. And I, I, I love that about the film. Just like, just like, I love the fact that Aquaman was kind of a tough superhero, you know, like the fact that when, when he was having a fight scene, he like look, looked like he enjoyed kicking ass sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people have criticized it for that, for being corny or whatever, but I'm like, I don't like it. Am I wrong for enjoying that? Like that, like, when you're behind the hero of the movie, aren't you supposed to like enjoy parts of the movie? Like, I don't know. Um, but, um, uh, like I loved, uh, the fact that, um, you know, she's brought into the film into, into the audience's view as this, like the most vulnerable thing you can imagine. Right. Um, but, but then she turns out to be, uh, the one who pr- needs to protect everyone else. Like, like no one can even threaten her. She's so powerful. Right. Like she's, you know, at first she was helpless, yeah. and, uh, but, and the doctor saved her. But, but once the doctor saved her, like nobody could ever really hurt her <laughs> throughout yeah. this movie. It well, seemed like, um,
1: that being said, I love the scene where, uh, after she gets her Hunter, what was it? Hunter warrior card, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she walks into that bar and yep. like that whole scene, I thought that was great. Um, she was just basically like, like, yo, um, if you, uh, if I beat you, you, you join me. Yeah, <laughs> basically, right. Yeah, I know. I thought that scene was great. Mm-hmm. Um, just to show like her her strengths, I thought that was that was awesome.
0: Right um the cyborgs had a lot of cool mods too a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of great a lot of great detail um it reminded me of like biker culture or it, you know exactly the way it will be at someday right like like people will absolutely um get artistic with their cybernetic modifications right. the same way the same way they customized their motorbikes um uh, and I love the I love I love the detail that went into this movie with creating some of these uh these these really highly detailed detailed cyborgs. Mm-hmm. And the fight the fight scenes are fantastic. There's a lot of great use of slow-mo. Yeah. Uh which I love. It's another thing people think is corny, but I love. Um uh and watching uh, Alita fight is always kinda of thrilling. Mm-hmm. Um She's 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 uh, a student of this ancient three hundred year old Martian martial art, um, uh, and she uses it to defeat you know enemies that are ten times her size yep. and and seem to be more powerful and dangerous than her uh, throughout the whole film. Yep. and it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 All
1: right. So, um, what what would you uh, what would you grade it at?
0: What do we, How? What's our What's our scoring system gonna? We should talk about this for the show. Like, we're gonna review movies regularly. So, are we yeah. gonna do a rating? Are you want to do like a rating out of ten for films? Is that gonna be? Let's, give it, let's do it. Let's do. We should think about 10. what our thing will be. Okay. Let's I would out say of 10. out of ten.
1: Um, okay. Unless you want to be creative and say, um, is it is it like one being um, too young for us and and ten being <laughs> too old for us? <laughs>
0: uh, well yeah I think, no you know, um, i, what's I that? think alita battle angel is definitely too young for us <laughs> i think we're definitely too old for alita battle angel uh, really? but um uh, but that's good right uh, that's yeah. what we're here to talk about so um mm-hmm. okay you know for out of 10 uh this movie's an 8 for me like i love this movie okay i, pu- I put this movie up on a high shelf next to other like creatively bold movies that kind of took a leap um, and I'm trying to think of, of, of certain, certain things. Like I'm thinking of like Tim Burton. Um, I'm thinking of, um, oh, I don't know. It's just,
1: uh, just, I was just, actually th- just surprised that, um, Robert Rodriguez actually pulled this off. Why are we surprised? Because I don't know. Like when I think Robert Rodriguez, I think of B movies. You know, what I mean, I think of yeah. like El Mariachi. I think of, um, well, not that Sin City was a B movie, but like Machete or Machete. But, you know, what I mean, but, Those, these are the these are the films that I think of when I when I think of
0: Robert Rodriguez. Okay, okay well, I think you're making a good point um, that I actually wanted to make because I think yeah. what the part of the magic of this film is the the unlikely fantastic team up of James Cameron and Robert Rod- Rodriguez. Yes, right? That's Right? Because I think you definitely, you can thank James Cameron for the fantastic visuals of this film, of the ground, I think groundbreaking visuals of this film. Uh, but you can thank Robert Rodriguez for the fantastic action sequences, mm-hmm. the, the, um, the fantastic visual storytelling, because that's what I think of when I think of Robert Rodriguez. I think of the ability to tell me a story without a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I think there's great visual storytelling in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, and But the dialogue too, um, you know, not stupid. And I don't believe James Cameron's screenplay writer credit. I don't believe that because the script is too good for James Cameron to have written it. <laughs> I, I believe maybe he he said yes he signed off on the screenplay but I don't believe he,
1: he was a it. co-writer of that. If, uh, if That's saying, what
0: they say, but I don't yeah. really believe it. Uh,
1: so maybe the other person did most of the writing and he just but, did the uh, but. Uh, the, but, the checking. I think,
0: but I think the team, the like the the skills of James Cameron really show on the screen, okay. and the skills of Robert Rodriguez. Because what do you think of when you think of Robert Rodriguez? You think of great action sequences and you think of strong female characters. Yes, um, exactly. who, who you. Not only strong female characters, but but female characters who you really, really like relate to and, and root for. Um, they really they really pull you in, um, and, and and that's what Alita: Battle Angel does. Uh, yeah. You you really root for this girl, uh, this this Pinocchio who turns out to be a three hundred year old Martian battle cyborg. Yeah. Um, will, will definitely pull you in. you will root for her, and 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 you know if you're if you're a cyberpunk fan. You know, definitely, definitely, uh, you have to see this. Um, but if you're just an, if you're just a fan of like, or just a fan like, of
1: anime in in general, as yeah. well, right?
0: Yeah, and if you just want to see like a movie that doesn't that isn't afraid to like um, take some creative risks and um, and, and and take some non traditional storytelling paths, um, it's exciting to me. Um, I'm sorry, but I give it an eight out of ten. And and how?
1: um sorry you saying me yeah sorry you cut out there um over to you can you, can you hear me <laughs> yeah no i can hear you okay so uh again i really enjoyed it uh i think you enjoyed it just a little bit more than i did um but i did like i said i kind of went into this film expecting a subpar film Right, so it definitely exceeded my expectations, and yeah. again, that's just because uh I'm a little bit of a whore to like rotten tomatoes and i m d b and stuff yeah. so um, my score coming out of it, I would probably give it a seven to a seven point five out of ten mm-hmm. um like I said, I really enjoyed it uh I was actually surprised that Danny trehu or treo how you pronounce his last name didn't make a surprise appearance in this film somewhere
0: <laughs> yeah you know I, that, that's a good point but yeah. i'm glad yeah.
1: kind of glad he didn't right <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah no i was actually I, I was actually expecting it just because it's robert rodriguez and he mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. throws him in somewhere so i was yeah. expecting him to like be either like a bum on the street or something you know what i
0: mean he finds a way to give him a paycheck
1: yeah exactly yeah. Um i thought for sure he was gonna do like a like a little cameo in there somewhere um mm-hmm. but yeah no that that didn't change my score at all <laughs> but yeah no like i said i really enjoyed it uh part of me wishes i saw it in 3d um just because like i said while i was watching it i was thinking about the 3d and and yeah. how like just the scenes like i said uh some of the scenes i think would have looked really cool in 3d uh right. then again you said it didn't really do much for you anyway so yeah maybe it's kind of good that i didn't see it in 3d but like i said that was that was kind of i head. mean they-
0: it looked good. Like, yeah. I don't, say, it I don't good. want to say I don't want to Like, phenomenal. it looked good. Yeah, okay. Like, the Go film ahead.
1: itself looked phenomenal. Like, even in yeah. 2D, I thought it looked yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, really popped off the screen regardless. Um, yeah. Like, it's, like, I keep saying, the CGI, and it was just phenomenal. I loved how they um, um, used, like, uh, people's faces on these, like, CGI bodies, and it looked very yeah. seamless. Yeah, um, yeah it's just, yeah, no, it looked, it looked really, really, really well done.
0: Like, like a lot, like it reminded me of AI a lot, but um, oh, I man. liked it be- better. I,
1: I, I, sorry, I, I completely wiped that film out of my brain. <laughs> but, wonder- there,
0: but there were some cyborgs like that in AI. You know
1: what? I wish I could remember.
0: <laughs> okay. okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, okay, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's one of those films that after watching it, because I'm a huge Steven Spielberg fan and that's the one film i was just like no I'm, I'm no. no sorry steve
0: no. mommy love me mommy.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah mommy. uh also uh edward norton's little uh little thing at the end what'd you think of that I forgot to mention
0: uh edward norton. He,
1: yeah it was uh edward norton that played um the guy in the sky
0: no like, it wasn't yeah it was edward norton dude hold on no i thought that but then i but then i thought i saw it with somebody else hold on i'm checking yeah,
1: i'm pretty part. sure it was edward norton dude Double double check that, but uh, when he, as soon as he lifted up his uh, glasses, I was like, "That's Edward Norton."
0: Uh you know what? I thought that when I watched the movie, but then mm-hmm. I thought I found oh. out it after. I'm All
1: checking. Yeah, you looked it up.
0: Um, checking. Okay. No, I watched somebody else's review, and they referred to that part, and they said it was another guy. Uh... I wish I knew that character's name. Yeah, oh, come on, that, Nova! It was, was Nova. No, it was Nova.
1: Nova. Uh, I'm looking it up as well cuz uh Pretty sure it was Ed. Pretty yeah, sure no, Ed.
0: I re- when I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, that's weird that Edward Norton is in this." But then I saw somebody else review it and they said somebody else's name. Yeah. Oh, come on. Where is it? I'm scrolling yes, through Edward the list. We're, we're uh, both... It's
1: uncredited. Okay. Uh, Fantastic. Edward, okay. Edward okay. Norton, okay. Uh, Nova. Okay. Well, th-
0: well, then I thought it was weird that that was Edward <laughs> Norton. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, like, um, uh, it's it's, a, it's such a one-note role. Mm. Like,
1: Well, clearly, like... they're setting up part two. So, obviously, uh, if they're using a uh, well-known actor as Edward Norton, um, yeah. clearly – they're, um, they're going to make him a, um, a main character in, in the, in the second one. Cause right. they literally just showed him like here and there. Um, he talked through, uh, some of the characters, whatever, uh, sp- specifically Mahershal, uh, I can never yeah. say Mahershal Ali. Um, <laughs> Then again, I'm not even sure if that was even Edward Norton's voice, <laughs> right? But
0: he was uh, basically the overlord villain from the City of Zalem, who was watching everybody, controlling everybody from above. Yeah, he was basically God.
1: That's basically yeah. what he was, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. he even had white hair, from her correctly, right? Yeah. So yeah, he was basically, I guess, God. Uh, yeah. Right. But anyways, um, no, yeah, that clearly shows to me that shows confidence that they're gonna have a sequel,
0: which and, is. Ba- um, Basically, the metaphor behind Alita Battle Angel is she's she's an angel who's tossed down from heaven, and she's trying to fight her way back up to heaven to heaven. basically exactly. that's exactly to, what it probably was. to kill God, probably yeah. So yeah. does that make her Satan? Not um, my, Bibli- my biblical it, stuff. It could really. make her an
1: angel of death, yeah, right? Maybe right. If you want to go all all biblical about it. <laughs>
0: I have to watch I have to watch dogma maybe i'll they'll understand it <laughs> after
1: there you go. shout out to Kevin Smith anyway you,
0: oh, speaking so, of so Kevin, what
1: I, speaking of Kevin Smith, sorry, uh, you know I, that they started filming uh j saw Bob reboot
0: yes, All right, so
1: that. you're not down
0: i no no, I'll watch that for sure yeah i i i think it's I think it's kind of funny how Kevin keeps announcing that there's gonna to be no more, and then he keeps going back to it i wish- I wish he would just. I mean, I think I think he's just at the point now where he's not going to say it's over ever again. But I hope so. Anyway,
1: yeah. well, I'm glad uh, that they're doing another one. I'm uh, a fan.
0: I'm a fan. though. No, I yeah, I so
1: keep am I. It. I'm a, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, I'm yeah. not going to say I love all his films. <laughs> well, uh, there are a few yeah, duds. That's, like that's part uh, of the,
0: that's part of being a fan of Kevin. Yeah, uh,
1: like Yoga Hosers was not up my up my alley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did enjoy Tusk though. I I did dig that film, but um, weird. But, okay. yeah. No, I, I I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. But anyways, we're we're going off the beaten path.
0: <laughs> you didn't give us your rating yet, Ken.
1: um. I did. I said seven to oh, seven point okay. five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seven so to seven. Seven to seven point five. Yeah. You have to pick. You have to pick. You can't give us a wishy washy. <laughs> All
1: right. I'll say seven.
0: I'll say seven. Okay. Okay, so,
1: I was kind of like in between right like uh, I don't okay. I I wasn't sure if I was feeling it as you know what eight but I was feeling it more like a little under
0: right so it's not a perfect movie to be honest no, it, no, it does me sure. it does maybe go on a little long yeah. it does have a few it does have a few moments that feel like they should be the ending yes. and then it feels like it kind of starts up again a couple yeah. times yeah. And, then the, and then the ending is not an ending at all the ending is basically a get ready for the next chapter kind of Handoff scene. I
1: feel like this film was almost a four-act structure, or quarter, uh, opposed to a three-act structure. You, you know what? what I mean? You know
0: what? I, I feel you there. Yeah. What I felt, what I thought, was uh, this was the first and second movie of a trilogy, right? right. We are we just we ended on the second act of a story, and we're just waiting for the third act of a story. Yeah. But I, I, I hope that. I mean I, I mean I know that it's not doing great in North America. I know it did better in China. Yeah. So people are theorizing that just based on the Chinese uh box office that that maybe we will get a sequel and I really hope we do. Yeah, and no, I would
1: definitely like to see a sequel as well. Um, yeah. Like I said, I re- I did really enjoy it. Um yeah. I, like I said, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did, but I did enjoy it. I did yeah, really yeah. yeah I really no,
0: I it. there's a special place in my heart for it. I think it's like a a, a sweet little um, fun movie um, that like that takes some creative leaps that I appreciated. Um, did, some, did some, did some things that I was hoping to see on the screen for a while that, that never really got pulled off well until now.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: You know what else I would compare it to it's like Sin City or the 300. Those are the kind of movies I was trying to think of. Like right. mo- Movies that took like a, just a creative step out of the box a little bit, um, that paid off in big big rewards. Three
1: hundred was definitely one of those groundbreaking films and kind of paved the wave, uh, paved the way for um, for these type of movies. I feel right. um, just because hey, I agree, yeah. When you when you I don't know if you ever watched. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a little bit. <laughs> so back when um, when the whole Blu-ray. Versus HD DVD came out. I don't know. I'm I'm assuming you probably went Blu-ray, right? Uh,
0: yeah. A lot of people no, did. No, long story. But go ahead. Did you go HD DVD as well? No, I, didn't, I neither. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you kind of waited it out. So you're one of the smart yeah. people. So yeah. I jumped on HD DVD.
0: Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: So I jumped on that, and um, one of the first HD DVDs that I bought was Three Hundred. Now, okay. one of the things I appreciated about 300 is, um, you you could pick um, uh, you know, how like when you're when uh, uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but you could actually watch the film finished, and then you could pick a feature where you could watch the film before they went into editing. So it was like a small box. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Like, uh, so it was like the full picture, and then a small yeah. box in the bottom right where you could watch yeah. the film. As it was before Un- they added unfinished? all this stuff. Yeah, an unfinished like look of it. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why I feel that HD DVD should have won that war. Was based on shit like that. Because could you right. imagine watching Star Wars movies like that? Dude, that would be funny. I don't know amazing. if I'd
0: want... Yeah, I, uh, I mean...
1: See, I'm all sure, about that shit. But... I'm all about that stuff. So, uh, that's yeah. just me. I, so, anyways. No,
0: no uh, I understand. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, that, that being said... Um, watching like the uh un- the unfinished footage of the film is so like surreal to um the way it looked at the end so yeah. that's why i'm saying like that film kind of paved the ways because that was like shot completely in the studio yeah. and it looked way better than anything lucas did i'm just saying
0: sure sure <laughs> so, i agree
1: but anyways that being said so yeah, yeah so um I would say on that note.
0: <laughs> oh, we're wrapping up tonight. Okay, you
1: unless you have more to say.
0: Well, no. I mean, we, we were just keeping it short, short this week tonight. Alita battle angel. Yeah. We both really liked it. We both recommend it. Go see it before it's gone. Yeah. See it in IMAX if you can, because it really is kind of a, an achievement visually. Yeah. And uh, worth your time. Worth your money. There we go. There you go, Kevin. I, I think we did a better job tonight. What do
1: you think? I think it, was, it sounded great. <clears throat> sounded great. But yeah, let's uh, let's sign off. And uh, we'll see you soon. my name's Kevin Evans.
0: And I'm Jeremy Dove.
1: And this is Too Old for This, the podcast. Good night. Have a good Buh-bye. night. Bye. Bye.